0: All right, guys, we're back at it again. Attack the Attack 360 podcast. Hi, Rosie.
1: Hello, Jerry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> How's it going?
1: It's going great. Ready for the holidays.
0: The holidays. That's right. This week, I just want to say Happy Thanksgiving to everybody that's out there, whoever's listening. Happy Thanksgiving to you, Rosie, because you're leaving. Yes, Happy Thanksgiving. That's why we're doing this a little early. Yes. Um. So this, the subject this week, we're going to talk about... Uh, let's just say the will to live, right? So last week we talked about where I had that interview with Miss Alana, right? And she was shot in the face. Uh, you know, she was self defense saved her life, like she said. And um, we did that, I did that interview. I wish you were here with me. I know, I'm sorry. That's all right. I understand. Families <laughs> first.
1: <laughs> Definitely. It was my daughter's birthday. I know. That's
0: why I said families first. And, um, but you know, her story was a very uh, she first of all, she was brave, right? Correct for definitely, sharing that definitely. story. Um, and then you know, she had that will to live, you know, by fighting, by protecting herself at all costs. It was like that fight or flight thing, you know. Um, after that interview, and then I, of course, I released a, the podcast, I did get some emails, um, you know, saying that oh, she shouldn't have. She should have done this. If she was training, she should have done that. Uh, Let me just say this in general, okay? Whenever I'm, when I was teaching and whenever I was teaching either a workshop or private lessons or whatnot, um, first of all, what is, what is self-defense? That's protecting yourself at all costs, right? Correct. Okay. Um, no matter what situation that you're in now, if your opponent has a weapon, and I'm going to say it, uh, a knife or a gun. Um, you don't fight. You you comply with whatever it is mm-hmm. yes. that they want. If he's trying to carjack you or if they're trying to carjack you, give him the car. And that's what her situation was. The guy, the kid, excuse me, the kid was trying to carjack her. And because he was young and foolish and he also panicked. I'm not saying that's an excuse, but he was young, foolish, and he panicked because she said it's a push start. And he kept asking for the keys. He felt like he needed a key for that vehicle. And when he hit her with the butt of the gun on her head, that's where her mindset, right? Her mindset for training, self-defense, it was that fight or flight moment. So that's what she did. She fought. Now, she threw two punches to the guy's face. In the jaw, she said. Um, and again, I gave her nothing but respect. Uh, she was Definitely. very brave. Definitely. Um, but, Rosie, uh, and I know you can agree with this. No matter how strong or how much training you've had, you never hit a guy in the face because... <laughs> you don't have it's like you don't have yeah, yeah. the power Correct. to do it Correct. right mm-hmm. okay yeah no definitely okay uh if anything i i would have said you know yeah you probably could have hidden in a soft area like to throw jab the eye uh move on the outer part of his his body if he's holding the gun with his right hand you want to be on the outside mm-hmm. of that body yes. making sure the gun is away from you um but you have to understand she was shit hitting the head and she had not it was like a quick second of her movie reacting.
1: You know, I, I do give her props and an immense respect that she was put in being in that situation, she was still able to think. Right. Whether her whether it was right, wrong, left or right, she thought she thought things through. Um so the re- it's it's, I was assaulted at sixteen,
0: uh-huh.
1: and and I remember I was sixteen. Right. <laughs> First of all, I just want to say I was sixteen, but I remember freezing. I, I I remember just right freezing. Like there was a man at the gas station on there in a red Camino. I'll never forget that. That came to my help. I don't. I never. I. I'll never know what would have happened if they would have never run to help me. Right. But ever and it's and it's. I'm gonna label people, but it's a certain type of man that I'm afraid of till today mm-hmm. because of that situation. That's the reason actually I started MMA. That's why I started self-defense. Right. But even knowing what I know, I don't know if I would be able to think because I would freeze. Mm-hmm. I would go back to that day and I don't know if I would be able to react today. And I've always, not that I want to be put in any kind of situation, right? but I've always wondered now that... I've trained someone. And like you said, it doesn't matter. I, I lift weights. I'm in top shape. Does it really matter when you're put in that situation? Yeah. I would probably be like, what is it like?
0: A deer in headlights? Yes. Yeah. Or just put <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, I don't know what to do. So for her reacting, I think it's amazing.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. She, you know, again, it was one of those fight or flight things. Now, I did get videos of. You know, you, uh, people that train in, in martial arts and showing how to disarm uh, a guy with a gun. And, uh, you know, first of all, taking the gun out of their hands, doing multiple kicks to the head, uh, throwing them down to the ground, putting them in an arm bar. Okay, yeah, that's great. You know what I mean? A female doing it, right? Female, you know, attacking but somebody, that guy.
1: But that's somebody that's done it for years.
0: Okay, and, and that's baby, doing right? it for years, yeah, yes. Yeah, they, but. But
1: that it's taken nature to you.
0: But mm-hmm. if your guy's just standing there with his arm fully extended and not giving any resistance in that video. Right. You know what I mean?
1: Right. It's a setup. It's, like, a, setup. it's, a, it's a setup. Yeah. It's like, okay. It's, sh- it's for show. Yeah. It's for show. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. There's this one I came across on, on TikTok where this guy, apparently, he was a trained officer or a security guard or whatever he had the gun pointed at his chest and he says, oh, you can right away jam the gun by uh, pushing the slide back. Okay. No. Because as soon as you move and you're that close, it don't take much to pull the trigger. Mm -hmm. Correct.
1: Especially if your finger's already on
0: Exactly. Mm -hmm. So it's foolish to even try and do anything.
1: And and you know, and it's funny, you're right, because again, in order for somebody to be a badass at the moment, Mm -hmm. you have... An extens, extensive uh, training. Right. Uh, two, three years of training. It's not no. going to do anything for me. It's not. Uh, one. Two, when you're training on the mat. Yeah.
0: You're in a station environment. You're a,
1: I know that you're not going to shoot me. Yeah. Could you say I could have killed you? Yeah. You could say that. You could have. But I know that you weren't. Because right. we're on a mat. Exactly. You know. So the way we train. The, at the moment when you're training. You're not literally fearing for your life. No, you know, like you said, you're in a safe environment, nothing's going to happen to me again. You know, the worst thing that's going to happen is I could have killed you,
0: yeah.
1: That's the worst thing that's going to happen. You're, you're going to tell me that you could have killed me, versus when I'm in the situation, nobody's there to warn me, no, <laughs> you know, nobody's not. there to say, Hey, first you grab this and then you do this and right. then you drop them down and then you run,
0: exactly. Nobody's there to walk no. you through it, it's not, Mm-mm. and then for her to survive. Right? For her yeah. to actually get a couple hits in. And yeah, she still got shot. Right? But she's alive. But she's, alive. But she's alive. You know, and she said she said it herself. She, she was okay letting go. She was okay with it. But then there was something inside that said no.
1: Which was her will.
0: Which was her will to live.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, your will to live is strong. You know, um...
1: And I think she's very strong for, for talking about it. Right. I think when people talk about any personal problem, because that, that is yeah. PTSD, like nobody's business. Right. But it's the fact that you're able to let go of it by speaking of it. Mm-hmm. I think it's also props. Right. Because it does, it does take a bigger person like her to be able to speak about it freely.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Uh it, and she she out. She sent a message, you know, saying thank you. It gave her uh, some peace. Yeah, I know. Oh, she, I, I being able to share that. the story mm-hmm. too, mm-hmm. you know, um, and I thank her a lot uh, for sharing her story. Um, but my question here now, right? Because of because of that, the to- You know, going about the topic today, the the will to live. Um, And I don't know if I asked you this question before, but do you consider someone who is... uh, Okay, a person tells you, I'm not afraid to die. Do you consider that person dangerous? Yeah. I'm not scared of dying.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. Now.
1: It depends on... I guess, so apparently, I mean, nobody should be afraid of dying because the rule is we're going to heaven. Eternal life, right? I mean,
0: per se. Well, people believe in that.
1: Correct. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, somebody in the right mind, to tell me, I'm not afraid of dying. I'm not afraid of dying. I know where I'm going. Okay. <laughs> so, it just no. depends who tells me this. Okay. Who, how, how it's being <laughs> yeah. said, right? Yeah.
0: Okay. Let me rephrase that question. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if someone is attacking you and they, they're not afraid of dying. I have issues. They have issues. Mm-hmm right first of all i have issues because this
1: guy's gonna go all out he's yeah yeah okay
0: or or or, or, or female or female right um so there if you think about this i i was thinking about it during the week after the interview and then over the weekend and and this and today you have to think about this there's i want to say there's maybe two maybe three types of individuals you got the one person who says i'm not afraid of dying Right, they don't. They have everything they have in life. They're not afraid of dying. They're happy if they're 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 content. Correct. Right. Then you got the person who doesn't have anything. He has nothing to lose. Nothing correct. And he's not afraid of dying it's, it's, if he's gets engaged in, a, in an altercation. Okay. Then you have the person who is afraid of dying, but has the will to live. Correct. Okay. Mm-hmm. So out of those three people. To me, I feel like number two is the, dangerous is the most dangerous person, mm-hmm. right? Because they got nothing to lose. What do they have to lose? They have nothing, right? In
1: their mindset. In their mindset, they in have nothing. Mindset, they have because nothing. they might have a family and everything going for themselves, but in their mindset, it's not enough.
0: It's not enough. Or right. maybe they're homeless. Or, right, right. Maybe they belong right. to something else. So
1: I'm saying, but in their mindset, they have nothing. You know what right. I mean? Yeah, they're not, they're not fully satisfied with themselves. No. So they have nothing to lose.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. So. That person, to me, is the most dangerous person. Yes. So when it comes to an altercation, or protecting, excuse me, protecting yourself, there it is. I was waiting for that sucker to come Feel up. better? Yes, I do. <laughs> uh,
1: It'll probably be my turn. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was dinner. I, was <laughs> I know, I know, and I just Sorry. ate, so... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I kind of burped a little bit. I'm no, uh, right now.
1: Uh,
0: so that person is the most dangerous person because... They got nothing to lose. They got nothing to fear. They don't care if they live or die. If they die, it's like, okay, fine. I'm Maybe mm-hmm. I'm better off because I'm not suffering anymore. You know what I mean? Correct. So when you come across that person, how do you... How do you... How, how would you think to go about defending yourself against that person? See, this is where... If I if I talk about that teenager that attacked a lot, right? Mm-hmm. He had a family.
1: Yeah. He for sure. his,
0: his from what I understand, yeah. his family was well off. They're uh, they made good money, right? We don't know if he you know made bad choices and got into a game, right? He. And that's what
1: I mean. Like he, he had stuff for himself. He had he, stuff, he, for but him. he it
0: wasn't enough. It wasn't enough.
1: Or he just met the wrong people.
0: Made. Silly choice or bad choices, bad choices. I would say silly, bad great, bad but it's not choices. silly, it's bad.
1: Got sick, sucked into.
0: You know, it's just one of those to where, what do you do, right? What do you do? How would you defend yourself if you were in that situation? Oh, okay, let me rephrase that. It's not even that situation. If you feel like you were in a life and death situation, what would you do?
1: I would turn over my keys. my shirt. Sure.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, she was trying to do that, right? But I'm saying if it wasn't that situation at all, I would do
1: everything in my power. I I mean, it just depends on the scenario, but I would do everything in my power. If someone was
0: to attack you right now, whether it's just to beat the crap out of you or to kidnap you, I would fight back. You would fight back? I would fight till the end. Okay, Mm -hmm. so you did say earlier that you don't know how you would react, that you would be a deer in the headlights. (laughs) Didn't you not? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. But. But what?
1: Just, just like, again, like, would I think like, okay, go back to your MMA days. This is what you need to do. No, I wouldn't. I would fight till the end. And maybe if I could, maybe for those that have years of training, more power to you all. You know, I just hope that you use it that day. Right? When it comes. When it comes. When it really, really comes. Not when it comes on the mat. Right. You know, uh, again, like. There is a lot of people with training. You have all these, per se, military people that are trained. Right. You have all these, whether it's MMA, boxing, any kind of training. You have all these, or or simply self-defense for years. And then you have those that have never trained. Right. And the only thing you can do, I mean, don't get me wrong, like, the willpower is, wow. Yeah. Right? And so, as long as you have it in you to fight till the end, screw it. I mean, fight. Do whatever fight, it takes, fight, right? Pull hair, poke eyes. You know, poke their nose. I <laughs> don't <You> distract them. <laughs> what, like distraction? Distraction. You know, like yeah. slap them instead of punching. You know what I mean? Like again, you're not gonna think, "Oh, close my fist, do this." Hit them in a soft spot. You right. know. I mean, a lot of women. What's the first thing you do? You know, you, throw you a start slap, slapping. You start slapping, you pulling start hair. Pulling hair. Yeah, like you again. Whatever works. Whatever if it works, right? and as long as. Get go down with the fight. Again, depends on the scenario. You ask me for my keys, and you're going to leave me alone. Here are my keys. See you later. You know, if that doesn't happen, well, then it's time to fight. But you know what I mean? Like, right. you want my shoes? Apparently, they, you know, <laughs> take them. You need them more than I do. Right. You know, but now if it's a guy pushing that panic, like apparently this gentleman did. Right. Yeah, I would fight to the end. Okay, for sure
0: it's it it is a tough situation
1: i know i wanted it
0: I, exactly i know right? i wanted it you want to live because you have your family yeah you got your kids your mom your sisters your brothers your nephew your friends
1: i've always said it even even with covid i've always said it like if my open heart surgery or my cancer didn't take me no motherfucker's gonna take me <laughs> you know if i fought for my life then right. i'm fighting for my life now like no no. No. I bought two hearts to still
0: be here. To still be here. And mm-hmm. that's your will Correct. to live. Mm-hmm. Okay. This day and age, it's just it's you and, and a lot of people me. don't understand that. You gotta have to love yourself. Going back to <laughs> right? what I say. Going, Going back, back to loving yourself, right? You yourself. But unless you're in a situation People shouldn't be talking. Shouldn't oh, people shouldn't be trolling, being little Hitler trolls, you know what I mean? I swear, and
1: everybody's gonna have their opinion. And you know what? We all got one. <laughs> yeah,
0: we do. You do. Opinions are like assholes.
1: Correct. You know, we all got one. And again, like I said, if you're not in, if you haven't been in that situation, if you've never experienced it, or or if you did and you have years of training, again, more power to you.
0: But Legit. Even, even if you were, even if, if you did, okay, even if the person did experience it in the past, do you think that? They would still do things differently if it happened to them again later on.
1: Yes, that's what I'm saying. Like Again, I, I can speak for myself. I literally sat in my car. A man jumped on my hood, kicked my windshield, reached in, took the keys. The first thing they did was turn off my car and took the keys. I, I, I'll never forget I was driving the standard Volkswagen Jetta. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. The first thing I do is let go of the clutch. Car turns off. Right. That's it. The minute my car turns off, he has my keys in his hand. The truck is clo- par- uh, parked so close to the driver's side door that I couldn't open it. There was no way for me to get out of that car. Right. So I just sat there. One man through my window uh, was trying to take me out, and the man that would kick my windshield was trying to pull me out of the car. What was I supposed to do? I was a 16-year-old. Right. Sitting in my car, surrounded by about four or five men. Wow. Uh, just me and my, and my, my passenger was another, uh, another 16 year old. We had just finished a kickball tournament. It was a Saturday night. Right. Mother's day weekend. Um, uh, she was able to get off cause she was on the passenger side. So she gets off and runs to the gas station cause we were at a red light. Oh wow. She runs to the gas station, but I'm trapped in my car cause I, I, I can open my door. Right. And, and the guy that kicked the windshield, obviously I'm the driver, so he reaches just in to get the key. I froze. I'm like, well, fuck like, what do I do? Absolutely nothing. Again, I don't know what, I don't, I, till today, I will never know what would have happened if those men didn't come to help.
0: If those other people mm-hmm. didn't come to help you. Yeah.
1: yeah. You know, and now today, could I have done things different? Yeah. I would have gone out of the car. Like, I would have helped them pull me out of the car and then fought them outside of the car. Right. You know what I mean? Because uh, that's what they were trying to do, take me out. Like. There was so many things I could have done different. So if it happens again, yeah, you're more knowledgeable. You've had the experience. You, whether you trained a little bit or not, whether you're more fit or not. Mm -hmm. And on top of all that is
0: the will to live. The will to live.
1: Yeah. At the age of 16, I was still supposedly healthy. You know, at the age of 18, I was in ICU for open heart surgery. Yeah. (laughs) You know, that's when I realized that I do have a will to live. Right, you know, but you have to go through life to to know where you're to at. To know where you're at, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's uh... so yeah, yeah. So when people want to have opinions about somebody else's way of living or or somebody else's way of
0: how they did things, mm-hmm. no.
1: <laughs> no, no, it's it's yeah, I agree. No,
0: I agree. There's a lot of things that could that could take place. There's a lot of things that can. That again, can happen.
1: again, constructive criticism. Okay, this is what you did. Let's train on um, for God forbid a future scenario. That's different versus oh, you should have done right. You would if you would have done this, you wouldn't have been shot. If you would have done that, if you would not would have, could have, should have, didn't. Right. Point is, she's alive.
0: Right. She's alive. She's mm-hmm. doing well. She's
1: alive and she did
0: She's, it. you know, she's moving around. Mm-hmm. She's, you know, she's and here. She's, and she's you know talking what I mean? about it. And she's, and talking she's about letting it. it go. You know, this Saturday, she's doing, uh, her Krav Maga School is doing a self-defense fundraiser.
1: And I wish I was here for
0: that. I really do. Uh, I'm going to see if I can get over there. Because okay. I would like to try and do an interview with her instructor, yeah. you know, and then also... You know, everyone else that's there has taken the course. That would be cool. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, just, you know, get the input. Get more input. Get more. Not on her situation, but on the training. Correct. You know, find out more. Because, I mean, I've come across a lot of Krav instructors in the past. And I say a lot. Okay, only two. Right? (laughs) It's more than one. It's more than one. one. (laughs) But, you know, those two instructors were not... To me, I felt like we're not good instructors, right? I don't even remember their names. But, you know, the reason being is because um, the way they taught their students, they hurt their students. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, first you're going to, you know, I'm just using as an example. I'm not saying this is what they do, but this is an example. Um, First, you're going to, you know, grab the arm. You're going to strike the face. You're going to strike the ribs. You're going to smash the arm. You're going to smash the hand. You're going to do they're doing everything and they're hurting their students while demonstrating it. Oh, right. I would have not. Done and, and that. I, you know what I mean? It's like, first of all, you don't do that.
1: Isn't that like the
0: karate kid movie? <laughs> what, is, what was it saying? Cobra Kai strike, what is it? Strike hard, strike fast or some shit yeah, like that. Yeah.
1: It sounds like that. <laughs> That's what you remind no me mercy. of. Right, no mercy. Right. No mercy. There you go. That's what it reminded me of right now. I'm like, yep, yeah, nope. Not my school.
0: <laughs> but, you know, it's like, um, your instructor would show you techniques and they would pull a student from, the, you know, like when we were training, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, when, uh, especially with Kiyoshi, if you remember, mm-hmm. uh, Ivan Ujeda, uh, Kiyoshi, mm-hmm. Ivan Ujeda, um, whenever he would show a technique and I would I would be the always one to volunteer. I'd be like, no, I, 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 put me in coach.
1: Put me in coach, uh-huh. I'm,
0: I'm with you. I believe you. Yeah. Uh, and he would do it. And he had so much self Could He would show his power. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, he had so much control to where when he threw a punch and it hit me, right, you see that, that power, it didn't hurt because he had control as soon as he made connection. Body contact. Right? Yeah. So even when it came to his kicks, he had so much control. Um, with Jackson, him and I, you know, Sensei Jackson, we mm-hmm. sparred and we, we had a lot of control too whenever we would demonstrate for the class mm-hmm. certain techniques. Um, when I went over with Mike Palomo, uh, with Mongoose and doing, you know, jujitsu mm-hmm. or throw, you know, even when I was showing some judo at the school over there, um, I control, you know, I didn't mm-hmm. want to slam my opponent down to the ground. Mm-hmm. I wanted to have control. I said, but I went by every technique while doing that technique. And he did too. when he was showing the Americana or the arm bar or the, uh, Kimura, you know, when, or even chokes. You know, and of course, I'm that guy that's like, you know, I'll wait till I'm almost passing out before I tap. Mm -hmm. But I did it because I wanted the students to see how it was working. When you're purposely trying to hurt your own student while showing other students, that's not a good example.
1: Correct. I agree. No.
0: So those two Krav Maga instructors, I... I didn't want to have nothing to do with them and had put like one of, you know, like I say that left a bad taste in your mouth. Mm-hmm. That made me want to like shun away from Krav Maga. You know, now is it one of the, is it a, my top pick, my top five pick of self-defense? Yes, it is. I would consider it maybe number two, two or three, right? Um, first off defense, but, uh, But I actually want to meet, excuse me, her instructor so that way I can see his technique. So I can see how he's teaching, how he's uh, maneuvering with the students or working with the students. And it's something just interesting because if it gave her the mindset to save her life. Correct. Correct.
1: And I'm sure that now her mindset is a little bit different. Now she's going to. Probably go more often than she did before. Not take breaks in between, like you said, on and off. Right. There's not going to be no on and off anymore.
0: No, it's going to be go, go, go as soon as she gets better. Correct.
1: Yeah, yeah. Again, you have to experience things in life that will make you change your mindset about things or make your priorities different or whatever the case is. But until you go through it, again, you could go through stuff and tell me to do something. Why am I going to do it? Like, you went through it. You know, right. And again, sometimes, yes, we give so much advice or criticism or whatever, but it's until you're there.
0: You know, the one thing I do wish uh, I look back in the past and I look at the, some of the situations that I put myself in and I'll admit it. Right. I put myself in, in altercations. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there's times where I look back and I wish I did them differently.
1: Um, Not put yourself there. Number one, <laughs>
0: not put myself in that situation.
1: I'm just saying. <laughs> Let's start with don't put yourself in.
0: Don't put myself in that situation, mm-hmm. right? No. Uh, also, the type of crowd that you know, I would hang out with. Oh, for sure. You know? Um,
1: Especially if you know that you're always going to defend. Right. You've got to choose your people. Right. Yeah. You know? Do
0: I always want to put myself in that situation to where I'm constantly defending someone? That's what I mean. Yeah. yeah I, I don't want to do that. Yeah. You know? Um. It's it's. You look back at a lot of things. Are there things that you wish that you could change? Oh, yeah. When it comes to, you know, how you would maybe. Come across an altercation.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh gonna yeah, come out of there I know. Uh oh yeah for sure. I mean I even in. Even in arguments at home, you know like you go back go. at the end of the day it's all about control at the end of the day it's all about letting it go just right. let it go whether it's your fight and not mine as long as it's, there's no contact let it go well,
0: uh, even if there is contact
1: we're right if it's not your fight you know it's like it's funny it's like I've always heard and it's true when you see and it's a horrible example you're probably going to get a lot of emails about this uh Again, I've said, when other people have always said, like, when you see a guy hitting a girl, like, pff, walk away. If you don't know him or her, walk away. So at the end of the day, she'll probably come and attack you
0: <laughs> for, for protecting her. You know what? You're right.
1: You know, like, little things like that. Again, like, and, you, and it's not that you don't care. It's about, it's about me. It's about me. And again, and, and again, of course, this is, every situation is different. But if you see a you know, a fight going on or. Even a verbal fight where you you think he's going to touch her. You think he's going to hit the other way and walk away. Because tomorrow they're going to be fine. And you're going to yeah. be behind bars or whatever the case is, you know, for, for Well, I mean, there's in. ways
0: of inter, intervening, right? Is that the word? Yeah. Intervene. Uh, that situation. Call the cops. By calling the cops. Oh, yeah. Call the right? right? To say, hey, you know, there's this altercation going on. It's over here at this location. Uh can you guys send a patrol officer yeah, call the cops. and just, you know, instead of not getting involved, you you got a law enforcement getting involved. Correct.
1: Right. Again, that's what I mean. Like call the cops. And then, and then again, and that's one scenario where you're just like, eh. and same thing with your friends. Right. You know, like
0: it's where you have to learn to just say, you know, what, like, fuck it. Let's just walk away. Why, you know, why continue with it?
1: And again, and if they don't want to walk away with you. Be an idiot on your yeah, own, yeah.
0: Then you do it
1: because, especially right now, like we're adults. Like, I mean, we have careers. Well, we pretend to be adults,
0: we have, we have
1: we're adults, we have careers, we have a future, we have kids that look up to us. The last thing I need my kids to see is that I got in a fight for you, right? You know, and now I'm behind bars, and it wasn't even my fight, right? And so, the next day that my daughter or son decide to do it, you did it. Why can't you be stupid and I can Right. Again, I, well, we never stop being the role models. You know, they always look up to you. They always want to justify their actions through you, you know. So there's a lot of things that... And again, if I get arrested, my career goes on the drain. Right. And I got arrested because you were being a stupid drunk? Nah. 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 You're not worth it.
0: No. Nobody is. Nobody is. Nobody is. Uh, <sighs> but it also goes back to that... Like, like I said uh, a couple a few podcasts ago, um, enough, right? Enough mm-hmm. is enough. Enough is enough. You know, instead of just watching, do something about it, it doesn't have to be physical, right? Okay, like that episode that I did where I talked about the woman on, on the subway car over in Philly, yes, I would have intervened. Right, physically.
1: Again, every situation right. is different, of and course, you, and you have I to evaluate
0: that. every situation. Correct, but you, you
1: cannot be everybody's hero.
0: You can't. No, you can't.
1: You no, can't. you can't. Going back to the group of friends, let me give you a perfect example. Okay. See if you remember this, okay. Towards the end, don't you remember that I wouldn't go? Yes. My, I had, I had my own that was there. Right. And because of the foolishness of. The contribution that was being done. You go. I say mm-hmm. home. Right. You know, if I couldn't deal with it or nobody wanna be part of it, I stayed away from it. Right. I stayed away. It was my way of staying away. Because I didn't wanna nor deal with it out in public nor deal with it at home. Right. You know, because again, you get all round up outside that you bring all that you bring energy it home, yeah. All that energy home and it's like it was hitting your fight. It wasn't even about us. Right. So, I stay home. Have
0: fun. If you get arrested, don't call me. Don't call me. No? No? It's, yeah. No, I hear you. You just don't put yourself in those situations. But if you are in those situations, do you have to remain, number one, calm. Right? You're always aware. You're always calm. Um, And... It may not seem like you're... uh, How can I say this? It may not seem like you're not in control of the situation, but you have to figure out a way to get control of a situation. Correct. Okay. Now, it could be verbal, meaning that you do misdirection verbally. Right. Okay. Uh, An example would be... um, shit, how how can I give you a good example? If you were to argue with me over a situation, or if you were starting an argument with me over a situation, then I would change the subject by saying, did you see, how how was the weather today? Right? Right. You know what I mean? Like You would change Mm -hmm. that subject. (coughs) Excuse me. But when you take control of a a situation then you have to redirect so if you're stuck right in an mm-hmm. altercation for instance give me your keys here's my keys yeah how do yeah. you start it it's a push start then it's like here go bye if you said, give me your wallet here's your wallet right oh, I'm living in it. Here you go. <laughs> but if you know but then boom You get hit. Now what, right? So that's where. How do you, how do you try to take control over that? I
1: would tackle
0: his ass. You know what I mean? It's but yeah. Once you're down, you're down, down, right? But it's Mm -hmm. like, okay, you said you would tackle his ass down. Mm -hmm. Then what? You know what I mean? Then what? That again. You don't know because you don't... It's like, you don't... You, we None of us have been in that situation, right? Yes, I would like to say, yeah, fuck it. Let's tackle him down. But then my mindset is, okay.
1: At that time... I'm
0: going after the gun. Well,
1: correct. Obviously. I'm we're
0: getting control because like, okay, so if well, I'm...
1: Obviously, if you tackle him down, you're assuming that he's going to drop that gun. You're assuming. I you, you don't again, assume. You're assuming. Right? Well, at this moment, we're assuming. We're, right. It's all assumptions.
0: But what do you do when you assume? You make an ass out of you and me. There you go. Okay. So... I'm going to give you this. Uh, When I was doing Kali, right, the stick and knife fighting, um, the first thing they teach is you have, you automatically start training with a weapon. It's not empty hand. You train with a weapon, the the stick. Um, So when you're with your opponent and you're working a technique with your opponent, rhythm, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. you're focused on his weapon he is focused on your weapon, right? So the main thing is always having, always looking at your opponent's weapon. So no matter what it is, a knife, a gun, a stick, a rock, whatever is in your Mm -hmm. hands, that is what I'm focusing on. I'm not focusing your body language, how you're standing, how you're maneuvering, I'm not looking at your face, seeing what kind of look you're giving me, I'm not trying to read, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What I'm looking at is what is in your head. If I react by trying to do, like, again, I'm going to use that, what you said, tackle you down, then my mind goes, me personally, going towards the arm that or the hand that's holding the weapon. Correct. Right. Okay. Anything else, if he has his other hand or his legs and he's able to punch and swing and kick and whatever, that's that's fine. Mm -hmm. I don't care as long as that gun doesn't shoot me. Correct. Right? Or that knife stabs me. Mm -hmm. So that's the mindset that you need to have when you come across any situation that has a weapon. This is just advice. Correct. Right? This is just from when I was training. This is from what I learned uh take it for what it's worth it's just my opinion right uh, yes my instructors in the past uh, taught me certain things but that's what i would use that's what i would go for okay here my hands are up take everything you want i don't give a fuck here we go correct right now if you hit me okay you hit me What what else can i do right i may not even hit him back i may not even tackle him. he hit me fine Okay, what else do you want? Again, try to talk verbally. There's so many ways this could go, but what happened to her and what she did was that she was very lucky.
1: Yeah, she was.
0: God was on her side, correct? Mm -hmm. And when she was shot and she could have given up, her will to live took over.
1: And, you know, and she's going to save so many lives now. Yes. Yes. She's going to save so many lives with her testimony. Yeah. You know, that sometimes, you know, there's something that she has a
0: purpose. She does. She has a, purpose. A, a lot of people actually emailed me and asked me where she trained at. I I mean, I saw on her page that uh, where the fundraiser is at uh, and the you know, self-defense is at. So, I mean, I'll, I'll try and repost that as well. Mm-hmm. But, um, but, you know, it's like it doesn't have to be. I... <laughs> it was dinner. It was dinner, totally right? I was right after you. You didn't wait for me. I'm sorry. I was hungry. Um, it doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be Krav Maga, right? Any training works. It's just a matter of knowing what school to go to that will really push self-defense.
1: And, and, and again, like... Yes, I agree with that, and and maybe may not nothing like whether it's karate or MMA or or judo. Everybody's gonna have bad instructors.
0: Bad instructors. Yes. Is that what you said? Yeah. Why do you say that?
1: Just because. Explain it to me. Because we're all human beings. Uh, just the way that there's bad teachers and good teachers.
0: Well, yes, but...
1: Same concept. Like, you know what? Just because, for example, one crop Maga had a bad instructor doesn't mean that the other school has a bad instructor. Right. What I'm trying to say. Okay, okay. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, And, 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 and the same thing with MMA. Just because one school had a, a bad instructor in MMA doesn't mean another school. Like, you just don't give up on MMA. or on, Just don't or give a, up on that style. Correct. Give up on that school.
0: Okay. And
1: find another one. Uh, CrossFit. Just because you have a... A trainer that we talked about it two weeks ago that right. says, it doesn't matter how you fucking lift, just fucking get it done. Right. Versus we ha- I have a trainer that says, no, drop the weight, get your form first. They're both, you know, CrossFit. Right. It, again, it's just, it's, it's the instructor. It's not the school. It's, it's not. The, it's, it's the not, instructor. It's the teacher. The, yeah, that's right. what
0: I meant for that. Okay. Um, that being said, you have to, when you're going and looking for Self defense. If you're listening to the podcast and you're saying, okay, I want to learn self defense, how do I pick a school? Well, that's where you go and you watch, mm-hmm. right? You watch the instructor, you see how they react to the students versus. If
1: kids. They say no mercy, walk away. <laughs> <I'm
0: just kidding. laughs> if they say no mercy, walk away. I like that one. That's, that's actually true. <laughs> but yeah, you look at the instructor. When I when I picked a school and I got to sit in on a class or even participate, right? The first thing I did was I watched, I, okay, who's running the school? Mm-hmm. Who are his black belts? Mm-hmm. Or who, you know, like underneath them, right? How are they teaching the students? And then you look at that. If you see a student, if you see a, a black belt, that's saying it's first degree, second degree, it doesn't matter. If you see a black belt and they're working with kids, first of all, watch how they teach kids. Correct. That it is It is the most hardest how, how thing to do. <laughs> right? And it's not about technique no. with the kids. It's about patience mm-hmm. with it's the kids. Patience, I yeah. Know. Yeah. Now, when he gets older... Especially because they're all over the place. They're all over the place. They had their their mindset is chasing butterflies the whole time. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, when they become older, teenagers, right? Middle school, teenage. Then that's when you start really focusing on, okay, let's watch the instructor on how he would teach a technique to a student. Mm-hmm. And you would see it. You would see students that are, you know, they're outstanding. Boom. They're doing their techniques. Whatever it is. Kicks, punches, kata, whatever. Then you see another student struggling. So you'll see that black belt work or teach that technique to that student who's having a hard time. But if he comes across another student who's also having a hard time, that is not picking up the same way that other student is, right? You have to see if he's going to teach him a different way to execute the same technique. The same, the same result. Right? Mm-hmm. So... That's how you can tell who's a good instructor or not. And especially when you come up to where the adults. Now, the adults, I'm going to say, are just as bad as the kids.
1: Oh, yeah. I was one of them.
0: And the reason being is because we like to ask why all the time. Mm -hmm. Why? Why? I remember when I first
1: joined, uh, that's exactly what I told them. I'm not trainable. I I have my habits already. I come with bad habits. How do you break bad habits? You know that was my thought process. Uh-huh. Like, I'm too old for you to tell me A, B, C. Like, no. So, how did he reel me in? Going to, back to what you said, hey, this kickboxing. There's no rules.
0: Uh-huh.
1: You're perfect for it because you don't want You don't want rules that you don't think you can follow. That start you off with kickboxing, uh-huh. and then getting me into kickboxing. Uh, then he brought me back into the judo uh-huh. MMA and then he started implementing one rule at a time, but he did it backwards.
0: He did it backwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Cause that, would, I, that was my fight with him. Like,
0: yeah,
1: I told him no for so long. Like, I don't want to do this. I want to do this. <laughs> Nobody's going to put rules on me. Like, what's this thing? Like one hit and you can't hit again. You know, like, ah, uh-uh, if I hit you, I'm going to go all out, you know? And he's like, it doesn't work this way. <laughs> again. Different when you street fight right versus when you're in a controlled setting.
0: Exactly. You
1: know, so hit, get a point, don't hit you can't hit again.
0: Well you know? That was a that was a conversation I was having today at work and I was explaining that. I said, look, when people go and they go to schools and they and they're learning self defense or martial arts or mixed martial arts, whatever it is, look at the school and say, Okay, you see a lot of trophies you see a lot of awards, a lot of medals, all that stuff. The first thing that comes to my mind, because I've experienced it, was that this is a tournament school. Correct. This is a school that strictly goes to all these tournaments around the location areas, whatever like, And what they do is they focus on competitions. Correct. Now, if you're thinking about competitions, it's not like the Karate Kid. Right? That was just a movie. Yes, they were doing point sparring. But multiple hit point sparring without gear. That's a movie. Correct. Correct. All right. Okay. So when, and and again, I've uh, me and Rosie, we actually done competitions. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to point sparring, it's basically, and the best way I can explain it, is playing tag. Yeah. You got gloves, you got headgear, you got shin guards, you got foot guards. And, you know, everything's all padded up and your opponent's there. Yeah, you can attack with full force on a punch or a kick or whatever, but you're protected. And then at the same time, it's one hit. It's one hit. You're playing tag. Mm-hmm. That's tournament uh, point sparring. Correct. Okay. Then you have another type of sparring where they call continuous sparring, mm-hmm. where you have uh, a judge or a ref uh, counting uh the hits. The hits on one person and then another judge counting the hits on the other person. Mm-hmm. And then they're going at it and then... But you're either you're still with full gear. You're still with full gear. Mm-hmm. You get, you know, you, uh, if whoever has the highest points basically wins or knockout. Correct. Okay. Now, there was this one that I was actually able to participate in. One of the schools is called, excuse me, it's called Jucamente, uh, which was the best way I can describe that is cage fighting without the cage. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, there was rules. There was no punching to the head, but there was kicking to the head. Okay. Which is worse? Which is worse, <laughs> right? You know, people think, well, shit, that's worse, right? But Nate, hey, you know, you I mean, you have catch to a reach kick, the you catch a kick, exactly. You know, like,
1: ah, but you have to be that flexible, I guess. <laughs> well,
0: you know, if you're going in there to to, to go I at know, it, know. you know what I mean. So the best way I can, you know, again describing that was. A cage, uh, a cage fight, but no cage. It was basically on a full mat. And then you couldn't punch to the face, but you could kick to the face, to the head, right? And then you had that, and I competed in that, and I'm um, 2-0 in, in that one, right? I, I won with multiple hits, uh, getting in and out like Mayweather, and then the second hit or the second fight that I did was uh, Jackson didn't want me to do a knockout. He wanted me to do a submission. I was like okay (laughs) and now you're putting more rules on me
1: Mm -hmm. you want me
0: to submit them instead of strike them okay so then I had to do that and I you know I won
1: you know it's funny though because again it depends on the mindset and I'm going to give a perfect example of you and me Mm -hmm. my mindset there's one thing I did learn from all that which was self-control yes like big time self-control Not, and I don't mean self-control like if I'm ever out at a bar and I'm going to fight self-control it's just life. Like I've learned what you were saying earlier, was just, if you want to fight with me, I'm just gonna say, okay. I've learned to be like, okay. Uh, it was, I remember when we would fight one particular opponent. She would get mad. She would get so mad. And I remember seeing her and seeing her and, I, and the minute you see that other person upset, I already know they're gonna lose. Right. You're gonna lose, you're mad. Once you get mad, you lost already. And so, but I didn't know that concept, so I did MMA. Okay. So I actually saw it one-to-one. When I would see my opponent get mad, I realized this is part of life. The person that gets mad is always going to lose. Right. And so I took it with me. That's one of the things I took with me. So, it, like, after that, I can honestly say that I was just like, eh. Whether it was my marriage, work, you can talk so much shit to me. And I was, I'm the person that will always say, okay, I'm not going to argue with you. I'm not going to fight with you. Okay. Now, if you push me, not physically, but to, in any point, right you better be ready for it then. <laughs> but it, it, I learned to, well, before I was a little firecracker, you know, I was like, <laughs> I was, I was, I, I would never stop fighting. No, and 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 I learned. Versus you, Mr. Jerry. Okay, we would go out to a bar, and you were the first one that was ready to fight. I was young and dumb. That's what I'm saying. But going back to mindsets, right? Going back to mindsets. Everybody's mindset is different, and everybody. And we went to. You go to the same school, and we all take our training differently. You know what I mean? You learned. Things that you took with you for example of course you did it for years don't get me wrong so you knew you could protect yourself right. I didn't do it for years I could probably wing it <laughs> but I cannot be I would. I couldn't guarantee myself that I was going to protect myself you know what I'm saying? right but the way I learned to protect myself is by shutting the fuck up. <laughs> okay. okay okay you know what I mean? Okay. right well I didn't
0: go looking for fights
1: I didn't say you did okay but I said you would be the first one to jump into a fight
0: yes I would that's and I wouldn't. And see, and the reason being is because I don't know what it is. I, I think, I think I have more of this. Um...
1: Jerry's my hero, guys. Jerry's my hero. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, oh,
1: oh, I can take Jerry anywhere I want, and you know what? Now I'm like, what the what the fuck? Uh,
0: yeah, he's
1: right here with me. <laughs> he I got think, me.
0: <laughs> I think that's what it is. It's yeah, just, I'm, I'm exactly. more of the protect my friends and my loved Correct.
1: ones. You know, and and I and I get that. And and I love you. I'm gonna jump in for you.
0: <laughs>
1: I love myself more.
0: I understand. Mm-hmm. I understand. But you know, I always wanted to to wear that that I know bat suit and, and cape and
1: yeah, yeah. And, I know you, you want, want to save the world. You're, you're my superhero.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, yeah. You know what's funny is that I now you got me thinking about that. Um. There was this movie I used to watch with my with my aunt. Um, and there was a character in this movie. It was like a multiple series. Okay. And this is where my nerd is going to come out. It was more of a Japanese anime. Right? Okay. Okay. Then so. Coming out. Yeah, definitely. And you know what's funny is that I learned. I i was. I was never into this shit. But I got into it in my early 20s. Right? A late bloomer nerd. Okay. Okay. <laughs> But in a way, she, the way my aunt explained it to me, she goes, no, I want you to watch this movie with me. I want you to watch this, this character. And I said, okay. So, and it was funny because I was getting ready to go on a date. This was i was like 21, 20, around there, 21. And uh, I was like, you know, well, yeah, i got some time. I was like, yeah, let me, I'll watch it with you. So I sat down and I started watching this, this movie. Next thing I know, I was only supposed to sit there for 30 minutes. I sat there for over two hours watching this multiple series mm-hmm. of a movie. I even canceled the date. I said, fuck it, because I'm so intrigued in this movie, mm-hmm. right? But it, it revolved around a character who... How can I... Uh, the cliff notes would be is This happened in... in Japan, right? His okay. his family sold him to slavery because they couldn't make it. Right, they were so hungry. They they were starving. They were slowly dying. They figured, let's give the boy a chance by selling uh, selling him to saver, slavery. Then, uh, in the process of him in the being a slave or being transported. Uh, Three women took him under his wing, under their wing, um, and while they were going to another location to be sold, some bandits, bandits, wiped out everybody, killed almost everybody, right? And he, as a young boy who was like mm, fucking only eight years mm-hmm. old, right, did his best to pick up a, a sword that was that he couldn't hold to try and defend the three girls that were. You know, mm-hmm. trying to take them under their wing. And uh, another stranger comes walking down this road and he ends up killing the bandits. And then he looks at the boy and says, consider yourself lucky. And he walks away. And in the process, the three women already died. Okay. He, he wasn't able to protect them. Um, so he was just there by himself. The, the stranger left him there by himself. When the stranger decides, he goes, Hey, you know, my sword is, you know, uh, my style of fighting. I have to give myself, uh, how can I say it? He has to calm his spirit by burying who he killed, Mm -hmm. right? But when he went back, the boy dug graves for everybody. All the the slaves, even the bandits, right? And then he... You know dug up a grave and he left everyone in there Now I'm getting to a point Okay The stranger said I am your master now I am going to teach you The will to live Basically Right So he taught him a sword style The boy was a teenager Then he goes off to fight In uh, the revolution His master didn't want him to go He goes that's not your fight You don't need to fight. He's like, but what's the point of learning all this if I cannot protect the ones Mm -hmm. that need it the most? And that's what he did. He went and fought the revolution. He became like this extraordinary swordsman. And then he, after the whole revolution, he decided to wander Japan for years, 10 years, never going back home to his master. Right? So he wandered Japan, but he spent the whole time protecting the weak. He didn't kill again after the revolution. He ended up having a sword that was a reverse reverse blade sword. So every time he striked someone with the blade, he would hit him with the butt of the blade, right? Mm -hmm. The back end of the blade, which wouldn't kill him. It would just bruise him or knock him out, basically, or break something, Mm -hmm. but not kill him. And uh, the mindset was to defend the week to defend someone you care about to protect those people who need protecting he wasn't doing it as a, as a hero he was just doing it that was right you know what I mean and,
1: a, that movie.
0: and because of that that was the mindset that was that, that I had that you know was in my 20s I mean think about it that was in my 20s right so then I was like okay
1: it, there
0: is no, 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 no! I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, okay. That was the that was the seed. Okay. Okay. Right. Okay. That was the seed that was planted, and in which, in, you know, for me growing up, increased when I started training more. So when I started training, you know, even though I trained when I was in a teen, you know, I was a teenager, I trained for self-defense to protect myself because I was getting bullied in school. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then I stopped training. Correct. Right. I had a my son. I had a family. Then, when I wanted to put him into something, into martial arts, that spiked the interest in me again in my early 30s. So, basically like a decade, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I still had that mentality to where I wanted to protect and help, no matter who it was. A stranger, my loved one, my family, friends. No matter who it is, that's that's what I feel, I feel like if I'm out in public and something's going on, I feel like I have to say, hey, yeah, take it easy. Let's resort to, let's fix this in a different way. But you can't do that anymore. No. Not nowadays.
1: No, no. You know? No. Uh, and don't get me wrong. For example, you know that I'm always out with my daughter. Yeah. Uh, that's easy like there's no even there's no thought behind it right That's my daughter that's my baby girl but versus a perfect stranger that's my world to live i'm gonna stay the fuck out of it
0: (laughs) well that's where the the whole i mean yes i still have the same mindset right but now it's more because i'm older it's more about handling it in a different way call the cops Correct. Go and get a security guard. Say, "Hey, look, there's something going on over there. Keep an eye on it." There's other ways to be a hero. There's other ways to be a hero without being a hero. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I think I didn't grow grow up right because you said I did that shit in my Mm thirties, right? It wasn't until after forty is when I actually realized there's more ways of doing it. You know. Uh, even protecting yourself. Yeah. There's more it's, ways of doing exactly it. Especially exactly
1: because of what you said. Like nowadays, it's not just going to be a fist fight. No, it's not. It's not a, It's no. I don't even think that fist fights just fist fights exist anymore.
0: No, they don't. You they know? don't. It's so always it's
1: different. It, like us growing up. When I was growing up in high school, for example, it was just a fist fight. Yeah. You know, I had a blast. <laughs> but it was just a fist fight. Like I knew. No weapon was going to be pulled up. Right. You know, nowadays, everybody got a weapon on them. Yeah. Any kind of weapon, you know. And when I, I cannot say everybody, cause, you know, I don't. But the majority of people have a weapon on them. And it's not going to be just a, fi- a, a fist fight. It's not going to be just a slap. It's not going to be just a hair pulling, you know. I mean, even women. Right, you know, and everybody feels the need that they have to protect themselves from everybody, and so it's it's not it's not like old days,
0: no, it's not it's not
1: like old it's days. not
0: there's no one on one it's either oh, and that's another
1: thing, there's no one on one, there's always five against one, everybody exactly. jumps in, you know, and then it's like, we want, well, yeah, there was five of you, but okay, right, you know, um,
0: or someone like you said, someone has a weapon, and.
1: Mm-hmm. And it's not a fair fight again.
0: There's no such thing as a fair fight. Correct. So it's it's not
1: the same. Like, it's not the same. That's why, like, it's hard. It's hard to want to protect everybody. It is. It's hard to want to get involved again because we also have a life and we also want to live. Right. You know, and got to choose your battles. My baby girl, I'm willing to die for. You know, I'm not afraid of dying for her. Right. For the stranger next to me. I don't want to die. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, you just got to pick your battles.
0: You have to be smart about it. Yeah. You know, again, like like, like I said, there's other ways of how you would do it, even for a stranger. Yeah. You know what I mean? Again, you know, you could pick up your phone or if you see a security guard, if you see an officer.
1: Oh, yeah. But like, that's as far as I'm going. That's as far as 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 you need to go.
0: Mm -hmm. You don't need to go any further. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But yes, nowadays, you have to always have the mindset to to not only protect yourself, protect others in a, in, in another way, right? It doesn't have to be physical. It doesn't have to be, uh, you know, being that hero. You know, like I said, you know, times change. I've changed. You know, I don't do that anymore. The first thing I want to do is, hey, I'm going to call someone. You know, unless I know that uh, if I'm if I'm in that situation, I have no choice but to be physical. That's my last resort.
1: Yeah. yeah you know what no, I mean? Yeah.
0: So I mean, because this world is well, this world is diseased. You big know? time,
1: big time. See, and, and actually going back to that, and I, and it's funny because yesterday we were talking about it. But I don't I remember that. Cause same, I have a point. That guy. The one that was assaulting everybody in the medical center. Yes. He was an 18-year-old. He had actually just graduated from high school, and right after that, he got arrested. So he had just graduated, right? And again, 18-year-old assaulting all... It was all women. And... um, But it goes back to another thing, self-defense purposes, is when we're walking to our cars... Like going back to our, our last podcast, right? Everybody's on their damn phone.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, like put your phone down, please. Like it takes you three, four, five minutes to walk to your car. You don't got to be on your phone two, exactly. three, four, five minutes. Have your keys in your hand. Don't unlock the car a mile away. We, you know, wait till you get to your door, get in, and then what do we do when we get in? You know, you're,
0: you're going too busy sp- putting stuff down yeah, or going through stuff and leaving your door open. Correct. Don't Close your do door, that. Close lock door. it,
1: you know. There's there's way to prevent stuff. Things happening to you and, and not everything's I get it. You can't prevent a lot of stuff, but if we could just, you know, carry your keys in one hand, pepper spray, your taser, whatever in the other hand. We know what the world's coming down to, we know how everything's happening. You hear the news on the daily of stuff going on and yet here we are get to our car going through our purse to find our keys or texting walking with our head down right Uh, so you're walking with your head down while you're texting you get to your car and you remember I didn't get my keys out Uh, you know how much time you waste you waste it and you never once
0: paid attention to your surroundings
1: paid attention to your surroundings yeah Uh, yeah yeah, again, and that and that comes down to, again, just be smart. Yeah. <laughs> just be smart. Like, you don't have be, to. don't be naive. Don't be naive that that's not going to happen to me. That mindset doesn't get you anywhere. No, it doesn't. It doesn't get you anywhere. A lot of people always think, ah, ah
0: that's not going to happen to me, or uh, I'm going to pull up yeah. my gun and shoot them first. Yeah, you know, yeah. yeah no. no, no. That's not going to happen.
1: And I mean, hey, and if you do more power to you, but that's just one, one out of a hundred that exactly. can do that. You know, the other 99 people can't. Right. Uh, and because of those 99, put your phone away. Hmm. Have your keys ready. Be smart. Be smart. Like, again, I mean, our walks to our car seriously are probably at most three five minutes.
0: You know, even even for those who are aware and even those who... Um like Alana, right? I'm gonna go back to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was aware of her surroundings. She was able to get in her car. Yeah, she didn't close the door. She was too busy putting her groceries down instead of keeping it in her lap and then closing the door first. I can understand that part, right? She just right away wanted to hurt mm-hmm. didn't think nothing was gonna happen. She didn't see no one around her. This kid was hiding. Yeah. Right? Even for someone who was aware of their surroundings. Right, she was, still surprised. she was still surprised. Yeah, right, uh, and she was still hurt. Right,
1: and, and, and luckily, so uh, she was one of the lucky ones. Yeah, she survived. She survived. That alone is a blessing. Uh, not everybody gets lucky.
0: Not everyone gets a second chance. Not
1: everybody gets a second chance. You know, not everybody again. She can. She has a do-over. She has yeah. a chance for a do-over. Not everybody gets that. No. Um, and you know, again, like. And I know that we, we never learn from other people's stories, but sometimes we should. Yeah. We definitely should.
0: Instead of criticizing or making judgment or saying she should have done something else. Correct. Learn from her story.
1: You know, and if she should have done something else, I hope that you remember what she should have done and got willing it never happens to you. But when it does, you do it. You do it. Because you learn from her mistake. Right. The mistake that you claim she felt. You know what I mean? Right. Um, yeah. I mean... You just have to, like, you know. Again, going back when our, when my girls, my daughters, at the time, uh, you know, they worked late nights. Mm-hmm. That was one of my biggest fears. Like, and I would always tell them, make sure that you always have your keys in your hand before you walk out of your job. When you walk to your car, make sure you don't unlock it. And you know, I got—they both had pepper sprays. Carry your pepper spray in the other hand, you know, because you just never know. You never know. You just never know. It might be. One parking lot tonight might be your parking lot tomorrow night. You just never know. It's not always in the same area. They're not always going to stay in the same parking lot.
0: It may be at the mall. It may Mm -hmm. be at a restaurant. It may be at a bar that you guys are going to. Correct.
1: You just never know. You
0: never know. It may be downtown. It may be on the north side, the east side, the west side, the south side. Mm -hmm. No matter where you're Mm -hmm. at. You know.
1: Yeah. You just got to. And again, it goes back to the topic. If you have the will to live you have to be smart
0: you have to be smart you got to, to be smart about it
1: again there's there's many ways to have the will to live one survival right uh, but two is you have to be smart to continue living life no matter what the scenario is no matter what the scenario is no matter what the case is you've got to want to have the will to live you got to live you got to live
0: enjoy life and you, know, you know like just you know I'm scared I I, I will say that in every, in every situation I've been in, okay, I was scared. I was. But I had control over my situation. I had control over my fear. I turned it around and used it to make sure I make the right choices when it came to defending myself Mm -hmm. or when it came into an altercation right I I, I make this joke to where I like fighting big guys right it's true I still do but at the same time that doesn't mean I'm not scared I am scared but I'm scared to a sense to where it makes me think like chess five moves Mm -hmm. Mm ahead you know what I mean And when you're in any situation Being scared is not a bad thing Correct Being scared is actually a good thing Because it makes you be on your toes It makes you think more It makes you uh, Get better control of that situation But you cannot let your fear Overtake you or overcome you Mm -hmm. You know what I mean Because if you do That means that fear that overcomes you can also turn into anger. And then that anger could come into self-control or losing control. Mm -hmm. So when you're overly scared or when you get overly angry or when you are angry, you lose control. You're not going to have control over the situation. You're going to end up losing that situation. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Right? Okay. It's just like when I say... When a person has closed hands, they have a closed mind. When they have open hands, they have an open mind. Correct. Okay. So the same thing. If you're scared, turn that fear around to where it makes you think and react differently. Turn it into a strength. Don't turn it, don't let it go into a weakness. Okay. Don't let fear take control over you. Turn it around and make it a will to live. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and again, and it, it has to do with the mindset. It does. It has to do with the mindset, you know?
0: Um, I mean, suicide. Let's go there, too.
1: I was going to bring that up right now.
0: Right? Okay. Go ahead.
1: No, 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 go ahead. <laughs> I couldn't say it.
0: <laughs> okay. That's why I did do it. <laughs> it, it. Suicide, right? That, that's another way of... Losing control, not having that will to live. When someone commits suicide, you don't know their situation. You don't know their problems or their issues. Goes back to what we're talking about during judgment, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But when someone.
1: Yeah, 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 you're right.
0: You know? So it's Mm -hmm. like when. If you don't know that situation, you don't know what they're going through, and you see that there's something that you. Could do to reach out and help. Do it.
1: You know, it's really sad when people don't think that anybody's there for them, or that they have nobody to talk to, or again that their life is over because nobody's there for them. Because, but again, if, and it's not that nobody's there for them. It's 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 all it's all a mindset. You think nobody's there for you. You think that it's over. You think that there's no way out. Again, it could be mental illness. It could be whatever the case is. Uh, And then you have those people that are pushovers. You know, going back to relationships recently. uh, Not mine. Uh, For example, I meet a guy. And this guy buys me anything I want. Anything I want. All the time. And if I tell my girlfriend, like he wants to buy me a new car, what is the I'm going to let him? Right, let him. Hey, milk it, take it. So that justifies me saying, I want more. <laughs> not knowing the pressure that you're putting on this person, not knowing that, of course, they've done it. You know, that you're taking advantage of the person. Not knowing that this nice person has its limits you know you're breaking him slowly Uh you know by by taking advantage of him and when we get those kind of advices again and it's human nature like of course if i find a guy that's going to buy me whatever i want shit i'm in tell me where he's at (laughs) you know what i mean yeah but you don't but he's and again people break and, and for whatever the case is, and it takes that one day, that one moment, that one thing, and I, and I'm just speaking of a general experience. Uh, you know, of a nice person, and you've never known them being ill towards anybody, but he was taken; they, they were taken advantage of, and that he, they felt that they had no way out. By only taking their lives was the solution, because he had no way out. They had no way out. You know, right? It's pretty. It's pretty sad. It's you know, sad.
0: it's you know, it revolves around depression. You got depression. You have uh, insecurity. Right, um, but you
1: got something got you there.
0: Something got you there. Something got, right. You right. there. something got you there.
1: Experiences in life got you there, and
0: they lead up to that outcome.
1: Correct. And then again, and then you have the people that are pushovers.
0: But see, it's, I would say you have to look and see the signs to try and help out that person. But I myself don't know those signs.
1: I was about to say, and it's sometimes it's hard. I mean, again, going back to different cases, two different cases, two different cities, two different people. Happy as can be in front of you. Mm hmm. Because we uh, happy as can be. There was no signs. You don't. There was no signs in front of me. Right. No signs. Uh, because again, you're not going to show weakness. You, you don't show weakness. You you want to. I'm good. What? Do you, how are you doing? I'm good. Are you really good? You know. You could be struggling financially. You could be struggling. However, mm-hmm. if I were to ask you, how are you doing? What are you going to respond to me? I'm good. And I'm going to believe you because I know you. Like, right. You're good. And you look good. You're, you're good. Let's go out. Let's go. Let's do this. Let's go. Hey, come over for dinner. Go over for dinner. I'm good. I'm good. Are you really good? Like, I mean, people that can see the signs, please help them. Right. You know, please. But, but
0: at the same time, too, those who even, uh, those who are depressed or those who have uh, those thoughts, those ill thoughts, uh, I know you may think that no one's there for you but people are always there for you we all right? got somebody, all got somebody. All got there, got there's somebody. always someone that you can reach out to and say hey I'm feeling some kind of way you know what I mean and, and there, there was and a time not, and
1: it's fun I'm going to say I'm going to give an advice that I don't take myself uh, there's no shame in asking for help you, you're, you're a better and stronger person for those of us that ask for help I need to practice that. I don't ask for help. Why? I don't know. I just said I need to practice that. Well,
0: <laughs> well, I'm just asking why.
1: So what, what is
0: what is what is the the mindset of why you're not asking for help? Can I got it? Do you
1: No, But I got right. what it. What do you got? It's, so it's funny. So
0: see, I, that's where I'm going to keep pro. I know, I
1: know, I know. It's funny. So this is what I said. I'm always told, I know that you're not going to say yes. I'm off, hey, you need help? I know you're going to say no, but I just need you to know that I'm here for you. It's the stories. I, it's what I get all the time. Right. right. My response to that is, because I know me and you know me, uh-huh. is if you're really willing to help, just help without asking. I'm not going to reject the help. I'm uh, not going to reject the help, but I'm not going to ask for it.
0: But how, how is it that, okay, how is it that someone is supposed to know how to help you if you don't even let them know? How no, no, you. no, no,
1: no. So for in any scenario, for example uh,
0: and I'm not talking about pain bills and talking about like that. I'm talking about for the example, mint, like for I had example, a bad when, fucking day, listen to me.
1: For example, when I was moving. Okay. You know, I, I mean I I asked certain people for help, but I didn't ask everybody. Like I'm saying. Right. So if you guys, hey, do you need help? Don't ask me. Just show up and help me. If you ask me, do you need help? I'm gonna tell you now I got it. When I probably have nobody helping me move. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'll figure it out. Or I, feel, my I feel like that's
0: a little jab towards me.
1: No, 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 no. Because I asked you to help.
0: I know you did. And I... And
1: but I'm not... No, it's not towards you. I'm just saying.
0: But no, because... I'm speaking of
1: one person. like another somebody else that literally said, Hey, do you need help? And my response to him, which is... Right. My other half is... um, Don't ask me. Just show up.
0: Because I'm not going to be like,
1: Hey, I don't... I don't want to... You know what it is? I don't want to... This is... Again, I'm not saying I'm right. I don't want to feel I owe anybody anything.
0: If if someone's willing to help out another person, they shouldn't expect about being something Oh well, something the fact back. that you
1: shouldn't expect and that you do expect are two different things.
0: Well, I know that people no, shouldn't but, expect. Okay, but I'm saying, like, say for instance, if I'm helping, I'm gonna use me as an example, and I'm helping it. I understand that. <laughs> if okay, fine, I'm I'm okay. You know what? I'm still gonna use myself <laughs> as an example, okay. right? If I and I have uh, a guy friend that. I say, here you go, bro, here's here's 20 cigars, right? Here's a bottle of whiskey. I was thinking, I went to the store and I saw this shit because I, I like it. I know you like the same thing. I bought it for you. Well, bro, let me give you money for it. No, don't worry about it. There. I don't expect nothing in return, right? That's me doing that. Correct. If I say, hey, do you need a hand making your fire pit in the backyard while I'm there? Well, I'm, yeah, I'm here. Do you need help? He goes, yeah, yeah. Thanks for the help. Let me let me pay you something or let me give you something. No, don't fucking don't worry about it.
1: Mm-hmm. I
0: don't expect anything. That's the way a true friend is. Correct. Right? correct. Okay, they shouldn't expect anything and in return. Again,
1: and, and again, and again, and you're right. The I guess the keyword was the true friend. But when you have different acquaintances, and I have to label them as acquaintances because not everybody is a true friend, right? Uh, or somebody you know and. Of course you're you're getting to know each other, whether it's a friendship or whatever the case is. And genuinely they mean well. Right. But you don't always know that. So I'm never gonna ask you for help. You, Jerry, I will. Somebody else I won't. Right. You know, like I I, I pick and choose, I guess. I
0: understand. No, I understand. So there's certain people that you can ask for help and there's certain people that can ask. Right that, that I'm wanna, like, I don't yeah. know yet.
1: So when somebody is like, I know you're not gonna take my help, but so my response is if you wanna help, just do it. Right. You know, and then I'll learn. Okay, he's gonna help. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I'm not gonna take him. You know, I, I,
0: I've never. But this I is, just said I have hold, to work on that. Too. I understand that, <laughs> but we're gonna go back to the to the the subject at hand of suicide.
1: Correct. Okay. Correct.
0: So let's let's go back on track. <laughs> we went off track. We did. Okay. What I'm trying to say is, if a person feels, and if you're listening, and you feel like you're. Depressed, or if you feel like you know you're going through a patch, a rough patch that you cannot ask for help, you can.
1: You have to have you. you, you, you have. We all have that one. We person. all have
0: that one person, mm-hmm. and even if it's not uh, that one person, mm-hmm. if you have to seek out counseling, correct. You if, if
1: you're if you're embarrassed, ashamed, or whatever, there's there's a perfect stranger that is willing to help you, right. It's like no judgment whatsoever there is none because a lot of times I think that that's the problem
0: committing committing suicide is how can I say it? that's that should be the last thing that that not even be in your mind no, let, me, let me just again, say it like that it, you it should so not much even you have so much to live for mm-hmm. right you have to have the will to live. This is mm-hmm. where I'm, I'm trying to get back on course, mm-hmm. on track. Mm-hmm. You have to have that will to live. There has to be something to live for. It, even if you don't have a family, even if you don't have kids, even if you don't have that loved one, just you in general have to love yourself, Correct. right? Like you said, mm-hmm. you have to love yourself mm-hmm. and have that will to live to keep on going so you can find someone to love
1: for your happiness.
0: Be your, Be your happiness. Do whatever it takes mm-hmm. to make yourself happy and to live. And life. don't give
1: up on the first try. I like don't give up. Again, like if, if A didn't work, B might work. If B don't work, C might work. Something's gonna work.
0: You know, I'm Some... I'm, I'm gonna share a little something with you. I've never show, shared with anyone, and I'm doing this shit on a podcast. All right, okay. Um, in my twenties, I want to say maybe. Uh, like between 23 25, I thought about it. I have thought about taking my life, you know. And the only reason I was thinking that way is because uh, we had this conversation uh, earlier that, you know, like, okay, I failed, right? Mm-hmm. This happened after, um, hang on just a minute. Let me plug in the, the laptop. This happened, um, you know, I, after my separation and everything like that, my divorce. And I had nothing. I had nothing to my name. I left everything. I just took my son, my my clothes, he was three years old and, and I, I took clothes. I took my clothes. I took the Xbox it. You <laughs> I mean, have everything, I'm taking the Xbox, right? And That's what a guy would do. Typical guy, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I felt like I, I failed in life, mm-hmm. right? Okay. And the reason being I say it like that is because it was... And it was probably our generation. It was instilled in us that, mm-hmm. hey... You're supposed to get married. You're supposed to have a family. You're supposed to stick to that that person. There were you had these these standards Mm -hmm. that your parents gave you Mm -hmm. all through life, right? If you got a divorce, that's a bad thing. But if you end up remarrying, you stick with that person, correct? Right? So you do whatever it fucking takes, and that's that's the whole mindset of, I guess, our generation. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's shunned upon when. You fail in life, and I do quotes, right? Mm-hmm. So air quotes, air, air quotes, quotes, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I was at that point. I, I, I failed, and then it was like, "Fuck, what do I do?" I'm at rock bottom. I quit. You know, I wasn't. I quit my job. I left my my wife. Went through the whole divorce. I went and lived with my parents. You know, I had my my three year old with me. Yeah, they helped me. Right. But I was like, fuck, I can't do this. And in my mind, I felt like, you know what, maybe it's better if I just leave my son with my parents. You know, maybe I should, uh, I should, maybe I should take my life. There was a time I went through that. There was a time where I said, fuck everything.
1: There comes a point in everybody's life. (laughs) That you think that that's the solution maybe. to things. Yeah, maybe. Even maybe the not. strongest. I mean, I I want to say
0: maybe. You know,
1: statistically speaking, just so nobody will bitch me out. Yeah. 75, 80% of people at some point, whether it's one moment,
0: seconds of your life, you think about it. You think about it. Maybe, maybe not. Yeah. But I, I, I thought about it. You know, and uh, there was what. What helped me, (laughs) what helped me was, and it's stupid, but it was that going back to that movie, The Will to Live. You fight.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You have to. No matter how many times,
0: no matter how many times you get knocked down, you have to get back up. up. And I've gotten knocked down more than once you know i've I've actually you know if I'm sharing, I'm sharing right I had my marriage, I lost it, I gave everything up, I just had my kid, I started another relationship oh you know years later, and then you know I'm doing good, and then next thing you know something happened, I'm back to square one, nothing in my pocket, nothing to show for you know it happened to me twice. And then once I finally got on my feet and I kept on going, and kept on going. And then, you know, the field that I'm in, the work field that I'm in, it's, it's been a blessing. Uh, the, the training was also a different... Mm-hmm. Um, it helped me with my son, you know, because it was something that him and I had a bond. He was mm-hmm. training, I was training. Uh, it wasn't until he left to go be with his mom. Uh, at an older age that kind of just like, fuck, you know, mm-hmm. and it wasn't to where I was like, okay, I'm going to continue my training because I enjoy doing it. You know, uh, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of evil in the world that I feel like I need to uh, protect not only myself, but my loved ones, my, my friends, my family, everybody. So it's
1: funny what you said right now, though, because I always get messages, always um, like man, you're amazing. well, how do you do it? Wow, you know you're up at this time and I'm ready going to sleep like wow, like I admire you, you know, but my response to that it's my therapy it it was I mean I obviously as you know right. I I felt too like that's what I'm saying like at some point in your life it crosses your mind I'm just like, oh. like what's wrong with me? you know, and once you get that mindset, you know, it's downhill from there. And so when I get those messages, like like how do you do it? It's, it's my out, it's my therapy, it's my me time. It's the one hour of my day that I think about nothing else but surviving. Whether I'm running 10 miles, whether I'm lifting 200 pounds, <laughs> I better finish those 10 miles and I better not drop the 200 pounds on me. You know, it's about surviving. And and I don't think about work. I don't think about bullshit. I don't think about what am I going to make when I go home for dinner. It's 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 my hour. And that one hour has done miracles for me. Yeah. Miracles for me. And, and that's what a lot of people don't understand. Like, I, I, I don't do it. Not that I do, but I don't do it to look good. I don't do it for anything. It's that one hour... Where I clear my mind. And release. And and you release and regroup. And let's do it again tomorrow.
0: That's all it is.
1: And everybody has to find their out. Their outlet. Their outlet. Mm, There's other outlets. Yeah. And everybody has to find it. What works for me doesn't work for you. And what works for you doesn't work for me. But if you like painting, paint. 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 You know, whatever. Whatever Whatever it is.
0: If it's, you know... Even as an adult, if you feel like fucking playing the Xbox and getting away from this world to go into a fantasy world, do it. If you feel like training, lifting weights, do it. Arts and crafts, whatever it is. Whatever it is.
1: Everybody has an outlet. And we we have to give ourselves that chance to
0: find it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And when you find it, stick to it. You stick to it. Again, it's just about that will. Don't say that you're afraid, that you're not afraid to die. Don't say that you got nothing to live for because everyone has something to live yeah, for. You know, um, if it wasn't for my son, you know, doing stuff for him. Yeah. You know, I...
1: it's funny because you're like, I have my son at 18, obviously. I'm a, I was a very young mom, uh-huh. but I thought I always feel like God works in mysterious ways because I had my son before I had my open heart. And he was my world to live. He said, I don't know, maybe I would have let go. I mean, I was, I mean, even the doctors were like, she's not going to stay. The doctors told my mom I wasn't going to make it. Um, And because I had a baby at the age of 18, they're like, you need to do all the legal paperwork because that way he's taken care of. Right. You know, and and here I am. You know, but I was, you know, gave me a purpose. He, like I guess you know, he knew what was coming at me. Yeah. So he gave me a purpose. I gave myself
0: uh, Just it was that will to live. Mm-hmm. It's that strong. It's that mindset. Correct. You have to uh, just go. Don't don't let weakness or fear get control of your life.
1: A moment of weakness. Yeah. Because well, again, we all have it. We all we have all a have moment it. of weakness. We have that one day that you feel depressed. We all have
0: that weight on our shoulders. That
1: weight on our shoulders is something that there's no way anybody lives, even a millionaire, doesn't have a perfect life. You have problems at home, you have problems with your business, you have problems at work, you have problems with your loved ones, you have problems with your kids, whatever. Everybody has that moment. Right. Right. You just have to overcome it. It goes away. It does. It goes away.
0: It does. I wrote something, uh, and I read it to Rosie before the podcast, and uh, I don't know if I want to... This was all... um, Actually, this was actually a piece off of that movie I was telling you about. Is it really? Yeah. Um, So, it... it, How can I explain this? I'll just read it, and then you take it for what it's worth. Um, The moon peers down on a diseased world. There is no cure for the disease an entire race walks mindlessly into destruction. Not even a man of colossal power would be able to prevent the inevitable. Death no longer terrifies man. The smell of blood is as common as the smell of white plums. So he creates slavery and savagery, which surpasses the horror of dying. Even if you protect the weak and the ones you love by sacrificing yourself with the compassion of God himself. Sorrow will remain in those people. They will never be truly happy. Even if you face danger with your with your fiercest anger, sacrificing your life, it is the only one short moment in time. And time goes on. The will to live ...is the heart of existence. You need the will to live. Don't forget that. So, that helped me out. I wanted to share that with you guys. Um, You know, Alana, she had the will to live and she overcame her situation and she made it she was one of the lucky ones
1: she was she was right. and 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 like i said earlier when we started this i'm very amazed of how quickly she was able to talk about it and let it go yeah that is i'm in all with that i really am
0: I, I and like i said i want to try and get with her instructor and and have that conversation with her uh with him and you know talk about you know, the methods of training and the mindset that he uh, instilled in her. Because every good instructor, uh, martial arts instructor, coach, teacher, whatever, um, does that. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. they, they you know, want you to live. They want you to protect yourself when you're training. And,
1: and it's, important. it's, it's it. important. I think it's important for everybody to have some kind of training.
0: Yeah.
1: Even if it's the most minimal. I'm not saying go... Do competitions and tournaments and whatnot. Right. But the most minimal self-defense training, I think that everybody should have
0: that. I agree. It's something. I mean, look.
1: And by the way, guys, Jerry teaches self-defense.
0: <laughs> I I used to, but.
1: But if you reach out, he will.
0: Uh, yes. Uh, I'll do. I want to get back into doing workshops. I want to try and, and get him to where they're. Because he
1: likes to be a hero. Don't forget that, guys. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> so he will never say no to you.
0: I, I I would do... I want to try and get into doing once a month workshops.
1: Like before.
0: Like before, mm-hmm. but after the holidays. Okay. Okay. Um, and then we'll try and figure out something. I don't know. I just need a, a place. Maybe the CrossFit gym would allow us to do once a month over there. Yeah. You know. Um, I've been talking to Rosie uh, about um, getting more shirts made. I got coffee cups made, you know, with the bearded skull. And it says... The thing that I always say at every podcast, be safe, God bless, and watch your 360. Uh, we're working on a design uh, for Rosie for her shirts. Mm-hmm. And uh, but what, we're, what I was running by Rosie is that everything that uh, once I get stuff, more stuff made, um, I want to be able to, like, say, for instance, if you bought a shirt that's 20 bucks, well, five dollars will go to child abuse and domestic violence. Um, so out of every purchase, a portion of that Correct. will go to it yes you know like if coffee cups are sold for ten dollars, then five dollars will go to mm-hmm. you know the women's uh um, abuse uh and child abuse centers um because it's about protecting yourself it's about watching your three sixty it's about taking care of loved ones and mm-hmm. and all that and then uh, even re- even helping out the strangers in need, you know, I yes. feel like it's it's yes. important.
1: Um,
0: but be smart about it. Be smart about it, mm-hmm. right? So that's the that's the goal now for the attack the attack three hundred and sixty. And I hope you guys pass that along, share it along, and I'm doing my best to either make a new website and get the get the stuff on there. Um, Again, you can easily go to uh, Attack the Attack 360 on Instagram. Um, You can look and see uh, the items on there. Um, I'll take more pictures. Uh, You can also go to Fit underscore Mm -hmm. Latina underscore 956 for Rosie's uh, Instagram. And, you know, you can... I'll give her some items to where she can take pictures and show Mm -hmm. them on there as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Once we get her shirts made, you know, her shirts will, will be on sale. Again, $5 of every item will be go to uh, the Women's Abuse Center and Child Abuse Center. Uh, you can also go to my Facebook, uh, Jeremiah, J-E-R-E-M-I-A-H. Last name is K-O-C-H. And uh, again, everything on the podcast goes strictly on that. Um, you can also go to Attack the attack 360com and then there's also links there that would take you to Instagram and Facebook. Uh, and you can also register and send emails on the website, uh, on Messenger or whatever, right? To send, uh, let us know uh, if you're interested in any items, coffee cups, shirts, and I'll send pictures or whatever of the items. Um, and again, uh, the $5 of every item will go to... Uh, the women's, uh, women's abuse and child abuse uh, center mm-hmm. here in San Antonio.
1: I agree. So love yourself. <laughs> always.
0: Always love yourself.
1: Always love yourself. And always choose yourself too. That you. is why I choose me, sir.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> Be safe. God bless. Watch your 360. And we are out.
1: Good night.